0: Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element Opie Productions, elementopie.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cochran.
1: Hey everybody, it is February 22nd, in case you're wondering, when we're recording this podcast, and this is called... Hodgepodge for the win is what I'm gonna call it. Uh, I may have stole that, that title directly from a Tightwad teacher tightwad tech episode, I'm not sure, but that's what we're calling this episode. Because it is a hotspot, it's a mishmash, it's a it's a uh, it's a jambalaya of different it's a cornucopia, a veritable cornucopia, a myriad, a plethora even. I had to go there of topics <laughs> that we're gonna talk about tonight. Actually it's just two. But um Do you we're know? Jump what right I in there in just a moment. <laughs> yeah. But before we do that Before we jump into that topic, Don is hating the meat right now, apparently. What's going on, Don? I'm not hating the meat, but,
2: you know, we talked, I mentioned last week that Abby's parents, I was going to say parents-in-law, my parents-in-law were in town, stayed with us for a long weekend, every President's Day holiday. And Abby's dad, for health reasons, his doctor has recommended that he go on a vegan diet. And poor Charlie, we didn't realize what was going on with him until he got to the house. He thought vegan diet meant eat what you're normally eating. But if it has any animals in it, don't eat it. So this guy's been living off plain beans and salad for like a month. And I'm not kidding you. It was bad. He told us he hadn't eaten a real meal in a month. And I'd gone and I mentioned the book last week, the Veganomicon We borrowed it from some friends who are big hippies or whatever, you know, those crazy people, and actually pulled out some really good recipes from it uh, and some recommendations from Jason and Evelyn. Thanks, guys, if you ever actually listen to this. We really appreciate it. And we were really happy with the food. We're like really happy, not like, hey, um, there's not any meat in this and it's not half bad. It was, hey, this is really good food. So, we actually, uh, we're, we're grateful. It's
1: great. It's cool. Gr- you know, greatness. if I had to be vegan, I could be vegan. Obviously, if I had to, I wouldn't have a choice. It's that or die. So, I could if I had to. But I like meat, and I probably will continue to eat it for the most part. But, uh, you know, I, I have no problem with anybody that, that is a vegan or has those vegetarian type tendencies? I heard the greatest
0: quote this week. Somebody said, "I like food that has
2: parents."
1: <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, I think
2: Charlie's doctor told him if it has eyes or parents, don't eat it, except potatoes.
1: Except potatoes, like, hey, but you can eat potatoes, can't he? <laughs> can have potatoes. In a, in a purely genetic sense, all plants have parents. But that's a whole that's a, a topic for the periodic table. But so to throw the point-
2: teaser out there. Uh, our recipe at the end of the podcast is going to be one of said vegan entrees.
1: Well, you know what? That really makes me happy, You know why? What? What, what? I could actually eat it. You could. You, know, yeah, you Have Have we, we had one yet that you could yeah, eat? Yeah, we have. But, you know, okay. it's, it's, it's quote-unquote my podcast, and I haven't been able to eat the tip of the week for meals for the last two or three weeks. <laughs> That's, you put me on it. I'm Mr. Chicken. I eat chicken all I the know, time. I know. Between you and Mark with your chicken stuff. Chicken, So, chicken, Mark, what's going chicken. on with, chicken, with you? chicken, eat chicken, taste of chicken. It's great. How's it going with you, Mark?
0: Man, things are good. Um, life is grand for the most part. Um, don't have any great news other than the fact that in the in the podcasting world, just today I launched a new podcast. So, uh, if you're listening to this show and you have any interest in the, the art and science of podcasting in any way, uh, you can check it out. We have a new podcast called The Art of Podcasting.
1: I listen to about the first 45 seconds of it. Cause that's all I had time for before we started recording today. And, um, I have to say that James Messer guy, he's quite the character. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he, he, he was pretty funny on your podcast or your episode that you had him on. And even in the 45 seconds, you know, yeah, he, uh, he's pretty funny.
2: Yeah. It's all very th- meta. So I'm for it.
0: All three of us have a rather deadpan sense of humor. And so, uh, periodically one of us will just lay something out there and uh and just kind of just let it go and just ignore it all three of us will just kind of ignore it and let and it, it's, it's just great. let it
1: marinate right, right? <laughs> you need a you need a a, a really cheesy recorded rim shot boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you can just hit whenever when they throw one of those bombs out there
0: yeah as so. Geechee guy calls them the joke grenade you got to tell them and wait exactly. three
1: seconds tell it and just wait let it let it sit and then see how it comes out so uh Jumping right to the news today. The New York Times, that that great tableau of, of conservatism, um, has an article in their health section uh, from last week, how one-minute intervals can improve your health. And, you know, I mentioned a while back that I had tried uh, some interval training, and I'm, I'm trying it again. Probably actually going to do it again tomorrow. Uh, but this, was, this, this article is very interesting. It talks about... Um, the whole thing about really short intervals and I love this, this quote. Intervals, however, require little time. <laughs> I love, that's a, that's a great, great quote. Intervals require little time. They are by definition shorter. <laughs> but whether people can tolerate intervals and whether in turn intervals provide the same health and fitness benefits as longer, more moderate endurance exercises hasn't been investigated much. So it's still kind of out there. But uh, it's 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 an interesting read. Just take a minute and um, read this article. I think you will be uh, pleasantly surprised by s- some of the information in it. the the um, The sports and fitness world is big on interval training right now. There's lots of kind of hype about it, and so um, it's something to try. If you're just kind of wanting to mix your mix your workout up a little bit, it's something to try. If you've got the uh, the wherewithal to do it, because it will tax your what's the word? Not fortitude, your commitment, commitment, your endurance. Yeah, well, you when you know running for three hours will tax your endurance, but this is just like your willingness to push yourself to to a high level of strenuous activity. It's 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 quite a different feel. So, so.
0: if if people don't know what high uh, interval training is, high intensity interval training, think wind sprints. You yeah. do a lot. You rest a little. You do a lot.
1: Yeah the uh, the Tabata method, which is the kind of the go to standard one that everybody does, is twenty seconds on, ten seconds off. And as I was joking before, by the time you get to the eighth cycle of it, it feels like two minutes on, one second off, uh, because your recovery just gets starts to really suck. <laughs> I mean, by the time you've done about three intervals, ten seconds is just not what ten seconds used to be. It's like you know, in stagflation, as they said back in the seventies. And so, um, but it's fun. It's kind of interesting to do it to mix things up. So it's called How One Minute Intervals Can Improve Our Health. And it, it goes back to the same thing again. You don't have to spend hours and hours and hours in the gym to get benefits. So, all right. Tonight, like I said, hodgepodge for the win. Um, it's going to be an interesting episode. We're going to talk about a couple of different topics, one of which is going to segue segue our big uh, big market teaser for next week. But the first one, Mark brought it up, he, and he's like, you know what? We haven't really spent much time talking about this. And so if, if, uh, if you're offended by mediocrity, then you want to go ahead and stop this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have a stomach for it and you can handle it, uh, allow us to plow through this next little segment. It, it won't be too long. I promise it won't be too painful. But it's important. It's important for us. It's important for you as a listener because our goal, <clears throat> Don, Aaron, Mark's goal, Aaron Don's Mark's goal, and Mark's Aaron's and Don's goal is to provide you the best podcast with the best information we can with the least amount of pain. Uh, so, what we need is we need your help to help us give you the best podcast. And there's some ways. There's lots of ways you can do that. Help First us help all, you. Help us help you. Help us. First of all, on a purely selfish, selfish um, uh, front, if you go selfish? to Facebook. Most of you heard of Facebook by now. I've been there before. Uh, go to Facebook and like us if you haven't already. We've got a we've got a, a healthy number of likes on there. I'd love to see that number climb, uh, but that's a great way that costs you nothing to help us promote One Meal One Workout. and And I believe what I'm doing right now. Don, Mark, and I we don't make any money at this. This is this is purely a, a labor of love. At this love of the, la- labor of love, a labor of love at this point. We're doing it because we want to help people. We want to encourage people. It's not for the the fame and the stardom and the and the millions of dollars. So help us reach more people with the message that it's that it's possible to eat better, be more active, and be healthier. And do one and, of the easiest ways to do that is to like us on Facebook.
2: And what let me like, share because I am that guy that whenever all the groups posts started showing up on your news feed and everything, I just cut them all. I unliked everybody. Like. 150 different groups or whatever. I went through every one of them and deleted myself from them. I can't stand junk in my Facebook feed. This is not Farmville-level posts, people. We are not going to show up every other tag in your feed or whatever. I don't even know what these people call it anymore.
1: I do my absolute it, best. This is my no-fluff promise to you, just to, to interrupt for a second, Don, that I will only try to post things that I feel like are going to be beneficial or informational. Go. That was sorry. what I was going
2: for. That was it right there. Thank you, Aaron. Oh, sorry. That was it. You did it. <laughs> we might have yeah. you kept me from spending another ninety seconds on that. Thank you.
1: If if you have something dropping your Facebook feed from from one meal workout, it's either going to be hey a new podcast is out, a new blog post is up, uh, here's a great article, or here's kind of an update on one of us. It's not going to ever be a hey there's a sale at Macy's or anything like that. So feel free to to um, like us on Facebook and now. And on that, we, we've we got a pretty cool little thing where this podcast, you may be listening to this on your MP3 player, but it also drops right on to Facebook, where you can hit a little button and listen to it right in Facebook, either on the Element OP page or on the 1 Mill 1 Workout page. Either one, you can just hit a play button and listen to it right there. And you all know, if you're a Facebook user, anything that you like in Facebook, you can like that particular podcast, or you can hit the share button uh, and share it in Facebook, it's kind of just like a little free promotion. And so uh, that is another thing that would really, really help us. And it, and also from the from One Mill One Workout, if you go to One Mill One Workout, you can tweet things. You can uh, share onto Facebook. You can uh, email them to people. You can plus one them on Google+. Always you could, but no plus.
2: one else would ever see it. Right. <laughs> hey, 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 hey,
1: hey. I happen to be a big fan of Google+. <laughs> Down at the bottom of of the of uh, each uh, post in the workout dot com website is a little share button. you hover it over and it and gives you all different choices of ways to share it
0: and so, and those aren't just uh, trivial uh, in the in the world of promoting things they're actually very important because when you like something on Facebook, everybody in your uh, circle sees that all of your friends. so they, they say the average number of Facebook friends is about three hundred. So if you're an average user, you have 300 friends, you like that, all 300 people see that. If one of them do it, all of their 300 friend, friends see that, and, f- and so on and so on. So it's, a, it's literally a half a second way to to let potentially thousands of people, tens of thousands of people know about us and that you that you like us. I mean, it's not, um, it's, not a trivial, it's a trivial activity, but it's not a trivial end result.
1: Exactly. Well, and I think Mark and I were talking the other day uh, Facebook's nice enough to give us some some stats, and one of the stats that I have is of the 150 people that have gone through the, the few second trouble to like us on Facebook, um, they represent 52,000 unique friends. So if I could get, if I could somehow get everybody that likes us on Facebook to go in and just hit share on uh, one podcast, that would be an audience of 52,000 plus people that would receive that um, posting. So you can help us and that and that that would be a great thing to do mark the next one on the list is near and dear to your heart um so jump on that one would you
0: uh well the amazon
1: yeah link. no 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 that that one's near and near to your heart too the one the the one that i just took 30 seconds to now highlight there it's done <laughs> okay uh,
0: rate us on itunes uh most likely you are listening to this as a result of itunes that, that's what the, the general consensus seems to be in the world of podcasting. Whether you're a Mac person or a Windows person, people generally tend to get their stuff through iTunes. So if you have done that, then at some point in time, you went to our little section on iTunes. But if you don't remember where it is, just load up iTunes and search for One Meal, One Workout and just rate us. You don't have to put any words in. There are five stars at the bottom of it. Pick the number of them that you think we deserve. Hopefully it's either four or five and rate us. And that's a simple thing, another uh, another very small thing. But once we get enough people who rate us highly enough, and it, particularly if they all come in uh, a, uh, a short order of time, iTunes will see that and they will put us in their recommended podcast feed. So that when people are, are out there just uh, uh, wandering iTunes and they click on the health and fitness category, they're going to see us. And so that's, a, again, a, another very simple thing that you can do to uh, help us out. And if you want to uh, re- uh, leave a review, even better, that's great because uh, that, you know, as people are sort of strolling through there, they'll get some con- uh, idea of what it's about and what people who, who think about it um, think. But, you know, we've got uh, this is episode 36, so we've got 35 episodes up right now. You can, if you choose, rate individual episodes. But we're just asking you to click the rate button at the bottom of the entry just to let people know that you like us.
2: Right. And if you're really looking to get the most bang for your buck, Mark, I think you said that this is not something that a lot of people actually participate in. I mean, if we get maybe a couple of dozen good ratings, you said that at one point you went on there and there was a high school bands practice podcast. Right. It was one of the top rated podcasts on iTunes. And it
0: only had about eight likes or eight the ratings. Th- I mean, it doesn't uh,
2: take a lot, of people.
1: Yeah. Well, he, and Mark, like you said, um, there's a reason it's called podcasting and not MP3 casting. Right. It's because the iPod is the number one way that people listen to podcasts, or a or iPod Touch Nano, or um, what's the other thing? iPhone, yeah. iPhone. What's the other thing? The iPad, iPod. Android. The that's thing? my favorite.
2: The iAndroid, <laughs> indeed.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so that's a big deal. That would really, really help us out. And so I'm going to do the next one, Mark. I'm going to do the next one because it's. Thank it's, you for you not ha-
0: putting me in that position of conflict of interest.
1: No, exactly, exactly. not. If you've ever used a little website called Amazon, I was actually looking at a refrigerator on their video, Mark, by the way. So that would be a nice. chunk of change. If you've ever used a little thing called Amazon, and I have, most of our listeners probably have, if you go to elementopie.com, there's an Amazon tab at the top. You click on that tab, and guess what that does? That takes you to amazon.com. And from that point on, your experience is exactly the same as if you went to www.amazon.com. If you do that, um, Element OP Productions gets a small referral percentage for your help, by just for you doing that, just for us directing traffic to Amazon. That's Amazon's affiliate program. And that, it incurs no extra cost to you. And what it does, it helps pay for Mark's new Heil microphone and <laughs> for the mixer he's got and the server space that he has and and the bandwidth that he pays for and all those other things that basically he's giving you for free right now. It's a free podcast, but no, there's no charge for it. Um, and here's a way you can help. And if you really like it, there's another tab up there that says tip jar, and you can click on that and make a $1, $2, $5, $10, $25 recurring donation of any type that you want just to support elementopi.com. Uh, $1 you know,
2: million. We would love
1: dollars. $1 million would be nice. We, we'd love to be able to do this as a full time job, but obviously right now we can't do this as a full time job. But any finances we get um, help really support the podcast and the quality of things that we can do. This is not, Mark's not taking that money out of the tip jar and going out to eat steak, I don't think. I think he's It wouldn't offsetting. buy me a steak yet, right? He's he's it buy you a small steak, like a six ounce chop. He's really looking for a trip to Ryan's. <laughs> that's what's going <laughs> on. So that's that's great. But uh, use Amazon or, or the tip jar. The Amazon.com is a great way to give back without actually um, costing you anything. It really is a wonderful way to do that.
0: And uh, you mentioned refrigerator. We we have to declare what we do. And so we we put tech stuff in there, so we get a lower percentage of referral for tech stuff because they're expecting that. But if you're going to buy something that is not tech, like you know um, a refrigerator or a bicycle or you know anything not tech, we get a higher rating for that. And honestly, Amazon has everything you could want and awesome customer service and usually free shipping.
1: Yeah, fantastic. So. The next one is, is one of the simplest, most simplest, simplest ways to help us out. And this is more simple. simpler, you, mo, more simplest. Tell your family, your neighbors, your friends, your enemies, your countrymen, uh, anyone that'll lend you their ear. Tell them <laughs> about one meal, one workout. I, you know, I'm, ex- I would be happy even if you just told them about the idea and encourage them to apply it to their lives, but you know, It'd be nice to mention the podcast or website as well. So just tell people about us; that would help us out. And then the last way that you can help us, and this would really help us as much as any of the others, is email me or go to the forums at elementopi.com or email me at A-R-O-N, A-A-R-O-N, at uh, with show topics. We want to know what you want to know, what needs to help you, what things do you struggle with, what uh, experts do you want to have on the show, what kind of what fields of of a of discussion, would you like to see us cover? You want to know more about us personally and our own struggles and triumphs and victories. You want to know less about it. Any kind of feedback is good feedback, um, unless it's like audio feedback, and that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> but, uh, but any kind of listener feedback is good feedback. And so we covet that feedback from you. Verily, verily, we do. Uh, so send us something, anything, as far as the, that kind of feedback, show topics, what have you, and we will be glad to take that under consideration.
2: And we will use it to build our world-dominating multi-million dollar empire of One Meal wor- Workout. Wait. Taking over the world one pound Wait, at now. a time. Wait, are we building the One Meal Workout million dollar enterprise?
0: That, yes. That's in the, the five-year plan, Don, your little head of uh, game. Yeah.
2: So right now we're just doing it to help people right. and entertain. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Once entertain. I get that,
0: that mind control ray worked out, then we'll we'll do it.
2: I'm still working on that. It's it's over here, but it's still very rusty. No, wait, that's a Vespa scooter. Never mind. I'm all confused tonight.
1: Entertain, educate, and encourage. That's what we're here for. Moving all right, on. that's it. That was the how you can help us section. I can't help you section. So moving on from that section to the next section. Again, notice my clever, smooth segue. Moving on from the previous thing to the next thing. Mark, how are you sleeping?
0: You know much better than i have in a long time to be honest um
1: i've I've mentioned it go ahead let me me preface um assuming everything works right next week we're going to have dr scott lebowitz back with us doing a follow-up on his original sleep podcast where we talked about sleep and how it affects weight gain and health and exercise and all kinds of things and um so this is our big market teaser for that and so mark how you sleeping (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, when uh, there we
0: when Doctor Liebowitz was on, um, he ran through a list of I think it was twenty indicators that you might have sleep apnea, and and, and people who have sleep apnea we know it, we just don't ad- want to admit it. Um, and I had all twenty of them, uh, and it was really eye opening. It, it said to me, I need to do something about this, especially when he started talking about the risks associated with it, the uh, you know the, the high blood pressure, the uh, the the risk of, of, of death and brain damage and and um so yeah it was a it was an eye opener i I can track it back to when it really got worse i mean I've, I've been a snorer all my life and that's one of the signs of sleep apnea if your bed partner tells you that you snore then um then yeah. you're probably at least uh prone to have sleep sleep apnea but anyway
1: I think the way he said it was: if your bed partner doesn't tell you that you snore, it doesn't mean you don't have it. <laughs> That's true. But if he yeah. does tell, if the bed partner does tell you you snore, then you almost certainly do. Right. So the
0: uh, the idea then is uh, the, that that I, I can track back to when when I first really remember feeling tired, and that was when my oldest child was born nine and a half years ago. And everybody gets tired when they have a newborn baby, but it never got better. You know, uh, two years later, we had another baby. And four years later, we had uh, another baby. Uh, and so I always just sort of chalked it up to that. But, you know, there were other things that happened right about nine years ago. I, I stopped working out because I had a baby. Don can relate to that. Indeed. Um, and uh, and I started gaining a lot more weight uh, because I stopped working out and because I was eating badly and just, you know, uh, taking all the shortcuts that new parents take. But uh, so I, I really tracked that back to when things got bad. And so for the last nine and a half years, I've been tired, not just tired, exhausted all the time. And I had these big, giant, dark circles under my eyes, which are still a little bit there now, but way not nearly as bad as they used to be. Uh, my eyes were puffy and, and just all the time tired. So having uh, heard from the Dr. Leibowitz uh, what he had to say, I decided to have a sleep study. So I did that, did the whole thing, was diagnosed with moderate to severe, which basically means I was waking up uh, every four minutes or so. Um, think about that. Every four minutes, wake yourself up, you know, set an alarm every four minutes. And, um, and you'll see that that you're not getting much sleep, but there's more to it than that. There's the, uh, the adrenaline that it causes. So you wake up with a headache or, or, you know, there's, there's a whole thing, a, a lot of things going on. So I got this, this, the mask, you know, the plastic things that I shove up my nose and the whole thing. And, uh, it took me a long time to get used to. I got it, uh, um, just before, uh, Christmas, middle of December. And, uh, so now it's, you know, uh, end of February it, and, uh, it, it's very uncomfortable to have anything strapped to your head while you sleep is un- anybody who, who's ever had braces and had to sleep with headgear can relate to that. Having, having anything strapped to your head is uncomfortable, but having something blowing air up your nose, uh, is just unnatural. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> have somebody, to put it.
0: yeah, have somebody put a couple of straws up your nose and blow real hard and see how that feels. Now try to sleep through that. It's just not natural. Uh, but it, after about two months, um, I really started to get comfortable with it. Not, and, and in fact, I, I commented to my wife last night that um, I, I don't know when the machine is blowing air. Anymore. I have to listen. Um, I can't feel it. But it's a tremendous amount of air that's blowing. I mean, if I take this thing off... It's, it's, it sounds like a hairdryer. It's a tremendous amount of air, but I've adjusted to the point that I don't even notice it. And so other than the fact that I'm aware that there's something uh, on my nose and on, on my head, I don't notice the air anymore. But what I do notice is I close my eyes and then I don't open them again until the next morning. I'm sleeping better than I ever have in my whole life. I've always wow. had uh, you know sleep issues or insomnia. Those are all um, code words for sleep apnea people. They really are. Um, you know, I didn't sleep well last night. No, you weren't breathing well last night. Um, <laughs> that's probably what it is. So I've become a real um, almost zealot about it because I feel better. i'm I'm I used to be passing out and barely able to function after about nine o'clock. Now I get up early. I get up about four uh, thirty in the morning every day. Uh, so nine o'clock is a long day anyway, but now, I mean, I'm routinely staying up till 10 or 11 or 12 um, and feeling better when I get up the next morning, because think about it. If I sleep from 12 to four, that's four hours of uninterrupted sleep. I haven't had four minutes of uninterrupted sleep in 10 years. So yep. e- even though I'm not sleeping, uh, you know, quote unquote, not sleeping a lot, I'm sleeping way more than I used to. The dark circles are almost completely gone and I just feel better. I'm more alert. I'm remembering things better. So, that's my uh, probably longer than you wanted it to be synopsis oh, of great. of my journey.
1: Oh, I, that was fantastic! And what's really funny is when you started the whole uh, spiel. One of the times before we inter- one of the times before I interrupted you, before you even mentioned your eyes, I actually happened to notice that your eyes were not as dark before you even said it, and yeah. I wasn't even thinking that. I just was looking at. I was watching you on the video feed where you know our kind of in house video feed, and I was like, Mark's dark circles under his eyes have almost gone away. I actually thought that before you even mentioned. it. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, but just think about how tired I had to be for it to take oh. more than two months for the dark circles to go away.
1: Well, it, it just you no know, chronic sleep deprivation. You end up living in that state, and you don't even know you're that way because that's the way you always are. Right. It's just normal. You're always so tired, and that's just that's just life. That's just the way you live. And you know, there was a time period in college, Mark, um, before you and I were in college together. When I was in junior college, when my when my parents were going through some financial straits because of some business things, and I had to, and I was taking a full load of college, and I was working full time, and literally I would go to work from like or go to school from eight to five because my last class ended at five. My jazz band was from four to five. I would drive home, get my Pizza Hut uniform, drive to Pizza Hut, and work from five thirty till about eleven thirty or midnight, and then twelve twelve thirty I get off a of Pizza Hut, drive back. Do my homework at one or two in the morning. <laughs> go to sleep. Get about four or five hours of sleep. Get up and do it again. And then the weekends I would work till one or two in the morning, and it was the same kind of thing. I was in a con- chronic uh, state of sleep street- sleep deprivation. And when I finally quit that job and slept in, because I worked six days a week like that for a year and a half, uh, I remember just waking up and thinking like, I'm like, a, I could run a, a marathon. I could climb a mountain. I feel, you know, I just felt so wonderful. My memory was back, like you said, you know, and I felt sharp and crisp. And So if you're was, out there and you're a little fuzzy and you're not sleeping, maybe I, it's time to listen to next week's episode. I was reading back
0: through uh, some old messages that my wife had, and I had been sending back and forth, text messages and stuff, that it was on an old phone that I had just picked up. And, and, you know, I thought I'd skim through it. And it's amazing how many of those messages were about how tired I was. It was the common talk of our everyday world was uh you know me saying i hope i can get some sleep tonight i'm really tired and and uh you know she's saying uh, you know if you're not too tired when you get home i'd like you to do this and and yeah. it's like the word tired was just all over the place
1: yeah hey honey how you doing oh i'm pretty good i'm i'm, t- I'm fine I'm just, just a tired. little tired yeah yeah worn out it's a long day yeah that's and that's exactly right i was actually talking to a coworker today um who's a big podcast listener and i was recommending a couple of episodes for him to cherry pick, you know, since he's just kind of catching up. And I rep- recommended the the sleep episode to him because it was so groundbreaking. I mean, I've worked on sleep study content uh, as an as a healthcare IT guy, and I still didn't know the breadth of how how negative an impact it can have on a person's life. And pretty much, most overweight people have some kind of sleep issues because of the fat you get in your neck. And even if you don't know you have you have sleep sleep apnea, most people, most overweight people do, and but people are just unaware, they're uneducated um, on all the detrimental effects. And so we'll talk about some of that some more next week with with Dr. Lee Woods. We don't wanna hash the whole show out before he comes on. But if if anything Mark said made a ding 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 go off in your head. Uh, if you're tired, if you can fall asleep sitting watching TV, if you can fall asleep in the chair, if you, can, you know, all. If you're tired, if you're tired all the time, if you're constantly saying that, like Mark was saying, go back, go to elementopi.com or go to one onemealworkout.com, find the podcast, look back through the list. I, I can even tell you right. I'm just going to look right now for you and tell you, just because I I care that much about you and I and I love you all and I want you to be healthy and and get some sleep. Um, do 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 do. Please hold. In the meantime, I will mention this.
2: I have secretly been conducting an experiment involving Mark and sleep. I am the control group. And you see, <laughs> whenever we had the episode about sleep, Mark and I both said, Wow, this is amazing. I need to get a sleep study. I guarantee you it would change my life because I suffer from all these Symptoms and consequences, and I don't want my life to turn out to be all diabetes and high blood pressure and head exploding, which is obviously the results of sleep apnea, especially the third one. And I didn't actually do anything. And I'll give you three guesses on how my life has changed since then. (laughs) Not at all. That is correct. You are the winner, sir. (laughs) So let me tell you, and I think Dr. Leibowitz mentioned this, and I'm sure we'll mention it on the next episode where we have him hopefully next week, but it bears mentioning again. If you think you have sleep apnea, if you're curious, if you think, hey, I've got a lot of this stuff and I don't really think it's sleep apnea, but I'll give it a shot because I don't really know what it is. Go to a sleep specialist. They're not going to hurt you. They might stick some things up your nose, but not that far. (laughs) And it can dramatically improve your life. And guess what? Even if that's not it, uh, it, you at least tried something. If you're like me and you did nothing, you'll never know, and it'll never get any better.
1: All right. Episode 12, people. Go back and listen to episode 12. Don, go back and listen to episode 12 again.
2: 24 episodes, ladies and gentlemen, that I have done nothing. The (laughs) experiment is at its conclusion. I'm ready to go get a sleep study soon.
1: That's almost a half a year. It's true.
2: It's scary to think about, actually. It's Odd.
0: Yeah, and I will say I, I gave a fairly glowing um, um, review there, but it was expensive. My insurance only covered part of it. Uh, I had to cover uh, an, another big chunk of it, about eight hundred dollars uh, to you know uh, total. Uh, they did pay for the machine. I wasn't out uh, anything there. Uh, and would you say you
1: have good insurance, average insurance, or sucky insurance?
0: I have Texas teacher insurance, which translates as sucky insurance.
1: Okay. Um, I think mine will pay all, but like 150 if I went because I checked on it one time before. But anyway, go ahead. Didn't want to interrupt. Um,
0: and I, you know, I do have to deal with the the machine, you know, and and you you pour distilled water into the thing. It humidifies the air because uh, you really don't want to get a model without humidified air because uh, I've done that a couple of times. It's miserable. So I, uh, you know, there's this new routine. I do have to dry it out, I have to wash it, I have to clean it. There, it adds steps to your life. Uh, it's uncomfortable. It's very difficult. There will be many nights when you will just curse the machine and hate everything there is about it. And, and you know, one night, I don't know when it happened, but I could tell by the amount of water missing from the reservoir that it was early in the night. I took the mask off, hung it on the bedpost, and turned the machine off and was completely unaware that I'd ever done it. Um, and woke up that next morning feeling like crap, like I used to feel, with a terrible headache. I was sore all over. Uh, I hadn't slept well, and and I and I even remarked to my wife, "I used to feel like this every day, and I thought it was normal." So um, it's not all uh, roses and peaches, but uh, it is worth it. Like all good things in life, that uh, it's not necessarily easy, but it is worth it.
2: So, So, Mark, you're telling me, and I'm going to do my regular role here. You're telling me eight hundred dollars miserableness over this machine, a bunch of uncomfortableness, having to go to a doctor and describe all this crap that you weren't even sure you had and then trouble sleeping and and being mad at this machine and all this kind of craziness. That was all this. The changes that have been made in your life, it was worth all of that.
0: Totally worth it. Would do it again. And I will have to. When machines physically wear out, you have to go do the whole sleep study again. So every five to six years, you got to do the whole thing over again. But next time, I will not... Hesitate, and I will go do it, and I will pay the money, and I will uh, uh, go through the discomfort because it has made my life better.
1: Well, Mark, I will say this: um, I'm hoping that you don't have to, because one of the things Dr. Leeboit said is overweight people. One, a CPAP machine doesn't cure sleep apnea; right. it alleviates the symptoms. But what it can do is give that overweight person. Um, good rest so that they have more energy, so they can become, begin to be more active, and then they can lose the weight. I used to wake up multiple times a night and snore like a freight train uh, when I weighed 400 pounds. Now, I don't. For the most part, I sleep soundly. I fall asleep. I wake up the next morning. Usually, I usually go to bed about 10, 30, 11. I wake up like at 5, five thirty, after six or seven or eight hours of sound sleep. But two years ago, I was exactly where Don and Mark were our, um, you know, and so Mark, I, I'm hoping that by the time five years comes up you're ready you've already sold the CPAP machine at a garage <laughs> yeah, sale. Yeah. Because you've lost the weight, you no longer have it, and you don't even have to worry about it anymore.
0: That's a good point. Thank you, Aaron. I hadn't uh, really thought about that. Uh it doesn't have to be a permanent part of my life.
1: Exactly. So all right, well with that um high note, uh, um, we're gonna move on to the healthy recipe that I can eat. Don, tell us about Hooray. vegan manicotti.
2: Vegan. Let's let's give the whole name, and this is gonna freak some people out. This is tofu manicotti. Totally vegan. I this thought I said is, I could, said I we could were eat evil. it. <laughs> it's true. It's not chicken, so Aaron's down with it. So there's one vote already. We were evil. We fed this to one, two, three, four, five, six, Seven people. There were seven people at our house that ate this. We did not tell anyone it was tofu. If you if I was there, don't tell me either, Don. I would not have told you either. We had actually we told well Abby and I knew. And then her dad asked if he could eat it. And we said, yes, it's vegan. And he said it must be tofu. Her mom was standing there. She was our control in this experiment. Her dad has eaten tofu as as a to try one time. To see if it was something he would be interested in eating. And he was okay with it. Her mom was the control. Because she was the person that knew. It was tofu. And she ate everything. But she scooped out some of the tofu on the inside. The other three people that ate it. That had no idea. Ate all of it and went back for seconds. Well, they have, could not tell that it was not ricotta cheese. And all sorts of other delicious
1: goody goodness. Well, so. Ricotta cheese. The texture of that would probably. Tofu would probably simulate that pretty well. Kind of snotty type clumpy stuff yeah.
0: but it's not like ricotta is entirely appetizing
1: on its own exactly it's vegan. true no we I um vegan meant, yeah. I, I thought vegan meant no animal products whatsoever no
2: animal products indeed are, are there
1: no eggs in the manicotti themselves
2: there are no eggs in the oh that's a good question maybe there are i
1: would have to it double just check says, that. on the i looked at the website and it says this is a great vegan I mean, you're not making it up. It says looking for a vegan ricotta cheese filling for a vegan manicotti recipe, and then it says first ingredient one pound manicotti. This manicotti recipe is both vegetarian and vegan, so maybe 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 manicotti doesn't um, maybe manic I can't say it. Maybe <laughs> manicotti, manicotti doesn't have egg in the pasta that makes it, but that'd be surprising.
2: I'm actually Googling this, but BereaUSA.com is taking its sweet time coming up. So we'll so see we just here. just want to make
1: sure we're giving full disclosure. If you're a true vegan, we don't want you accidentally eating pasta shells that have some kind of yeah, animal product in it. Something that's a good that point,
2: Aaron. And of course, they do not have their ingredients listed on the raw website.
0: Rawfoodrecipes.com says manicotti is an impressive gluten free and vegan dish that there is a go. great way to introduce newbies to raw food.
1: Huzzah. Awesome. So, so it is. It is just uh, flour, flour and, and water, water and yeah, and salt and probably and excellent. All right, we just want to double check. We got there. It's good stuff,
2: people. Go give that's it a shot. Level, that's the quality is, level is really basic. Uh, you can throw in your good um, green peppers and mushrooms and, and anything else that you would normally put in in um, like spaghetti or something as far as vegetables are concerned, and it would come out great. There's plenty other tofu manicotti recipes out there. You can Google them and give them a try. This is just kind of the basic one, but man, it just works so well. Um, I'll tell you what, Don.
1: I'm going to do something right now. I'm taking my mouse. I'm selecting the link. I am hitting Control-C. For those of you that are not internet, I mean computer savvy, Control-C copies said text to the clipboard. I'm launching Chrome, which is Google's browser. I'm hitting Compose. I'm typing my wife's email address. I'm saying subject please cook this and i'm pasting the link and i am sending it
2: excellent i do highly recommend the spinach though we did not have it because i didn't want to really push my luck i didn't know if we had people that didn't like spinach but i didn't know if we had people that didn't like tofu, and i did not care
1: you know what time it is it's time for nathaniel's nightly appearance (laughs) hooray good night buddy so we're gonna try that don and i'm gonna let you know how it is excellent but don't right, tell Mark.
2: anybody that it's got tofu in it, including yourself and Cheryl. I won't, even we'll she's
1: so Mark, we've already talked about elementopiecom Yes, sir. <laughs> so tell us all about it. What else can you find on elementopi.com?
0: elementopiecom is the, uh, publication, the media company behind one meal, one workout, the podcast. Uh, we have other podcasts there as well. At this point we have six shows. It's my goal to, uh, be working uh, 900 hours a week, and so I keep adding (laughs) shows to the network, uh, things that I have to do. But we have six different shows. Uh, We have three tech shows, uh, a show about podcasting, a show about uh, education, and this show. Uh, We also have forums there where you can go in and sound off and and talk about all sorts of things. There is a bacon forum, but it's not for this audience. You're not allowed in there. I have a, a, a filter up that says if you listen to One Meal, One Workout, you can't go to the bacon forum. Uh, (laughs) I'll give you
1: the admin code guys. That's okay. (laughs) So it's just a a good
0: place to go and learn more stuff, but more importantly, it's also a place to connect with, um, other people, other listeners of this show, other listeners of other shows. So if you have, uh, you know, your own, uh, vegan manicotti issues and, and you want to talk about that, there are actually people there that you can talk with. You don't have to be walking down the street talking to yourself people can actually listen. So don't, don't walk down the street talking to yourself. This is your public service announcement. Don't talk to yourself. Go to elementopi.com instead.
1: We've got a healthy recipes forum actually on uh, on Opie, and we put all the healthy recipes that we have on our podcast on that forum. If you've got a healthy recipe, feel free to jump in there and add your own healthy recipe. And as we mentioned before, if you have any questions, comments, or any kind of feedback at all, feel free to email me, a r o n at one meal, one workout.com. And I would be happy to respond. Mark and I just verified the email address does work. <laughs> Yay. We wiped the cobwebs out of it. Uh, and so, it does That's work. a little
0: sad, Aaron, that you'd had so little mail on it that you weren't even sure if it was working.
1: Uh, it, it was working just a few days ago, but then yesterday, it just would not work. And so I was afraid it had, had died on me. So, but yes.
2: We even had a contest about sending you an email. I don't remember what it was called. That's and sending Send me an
1: email. And, oh, yeah, and, and that was it. And somebody right. did. Somebody sent us an email, and they won a T-shirt because they were willing to do it. That's right. Uh, but by the way, Mark, do you have a super swanky one meal and workout T-shirt in your own uh Casa de cockerel there now?
0: I do. I do. I wore it the other day. Awesome. Um, it is. uh It's a very nice shirt. Thank you very much, Aaron. You're
1: Mine's comfy. Very much. Yep. I wore. I, and my wife has worn hers several times. I've worn Worn mine once. So far, between us, every time we've won a One Meal Workout T-shirt, somebody said has asked us, "What's that One Meal Workout thing?"
0: <laughs> yeah, One Meal Workout.
1: <laughs> Actually, I had one person ask me correctly, but uh, but it's been great. It's been a great conversation starter. She's been able to share um, several times about it. So, all right, that's it for tonight. Come back next week. Um, we'll raise the bar and talk about sleeping and why you should do it, and uh, and all those kind of wonderful things. We've got we got two or three. So your head won't explode. So your head won't explode exactly. exactly. Two or three exciting guests lined up over the next few weeks. So that's it for Don, for Mark. Uh, remember, before starting any diet or exercise program, it's your, your MediMec Red. You should start. You could talk to your healthcare provider. We. <laughs> oui. The first
0: not won't become one more